0: Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance. Uh, we're here to, uh, actually I have been here in a little while, so um, it's really great to be back. Um, we have a really cool subject to talk about today. I think uh, it should be able to like, get everyone's interest and attention. Uh, Cause it's a lot of the stuff that we've been trying to, or at least I've been trying to uh, talk about here about like the usefulness uh, of catch wrestling. So that's kind of the point of this whole channel, right? Where it's like, we're here uh, to help you to elevate your grappling and to help keep real wrestling alive. Uh, that's the whole goal here with Catch Wrestling Alliance. And it's really cool that we're getting some sort of, uh, well, it's not necessarily us. It's not specifically talking about catch wrestling, but the subject today will be about wrestling. So it'd be a little bit, probably more of an amateur wrestling perspective, but um it's still it's still good nonetheless so um we'll go ahead and oh well, let's go ahead and just do a few um announcements though real quick so yeah for those of you who want to train again we train at um fight science mma in los angeles um also uh, so we're there on the you know on every thursday also uh, teaching at um, UCLA, right, I'm wearing the UCLA t-shirt for those of you who can who are watching the, the video of this. Um, so we have those classes going as well. Uh, so there are opportunities, but then also we have our online uh, course as well. So that's the CWA Academy, and you can just go to our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com uh, to check all that out. We also have uh, kind of standalone offerings. So we have all these different uh, online courses as well um so uh, so if you don't want to become a member and you want to just um you know like just learn one specific thing that we have available on there it's 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 available to you as well right and then also you if you want to support us you can support our youtube channel uh just click join that's like one of the buttons. it should be the button under every one of our videos where it says join and you can support us that way we have uh, additional videos for you if you decide to join all right okay so with all that's uh, out of the way. Let's go ahead and get to the topic. So this is really cool. Um, I saw this video floating around the internet. Um, it is something that, you know, I uh, really tend to agree with or stuff that we've been, I've been trying to say for a while. But it's really cool when someone who's like more in mainstream jujitsu kind of talks about it. So it's Ryan Hall, who, um, Ryan Hall is, is, of significant for a couple reasons so not only does he fight in ufc and he's been successful in uh winning his mma matches with uh you know jiu-jitsu and like you know like leg locks and whatnot uh he his last i believe it was his last fight he got tko'd or knocked out um but up until then he'd been doing very well in his matches so that's one thing and then um, i believe that uh, we had a recent match in one championship where one of Hall's students, uh, or at least a fight, an MMA fighter who trained with him for his fight against Gary Tannen, uh used uh, Hall's like leg lock defense to uh, you know defend himself against Gary Tannen's, uh, uh leg lock attacks and was able to then uh, TKO Gary Tonnen as well. So it. Uh, I just want to kind of bring that up because uh, just so you know, or for those of you who aren't so familiar or whatever, then I just know that Ryan Hall is actually pretty good at at jujitsu, right? But he's recently had these kinds of epiphanies um, that he's been wanting to share. And I guess he has a a new instructional video that's going to be coming out soon on BJJ Fanatics, but they did for their YouTube channel. Uh, they did this kind of intro video about the subject. So uh, that video is linked down in the description below. So if you want to check out the whole video, it's like, uh, actually it's kind of, there's two videos. They're both about like 13 to 15 minutes long. Uh, I would actually recommend watching them because then you can see a little bit more in detail uh, what he's talking about. Um, But uh, what I wanted to share is just like about a one minute clip of him explaining uh what he's talking about and what kind of changed his idea or like kind of from what is the mainstream belief and understanding of grappling in modern jiu-jitsu so actually why don't we go ahead and play it right now I gotta I got put my headphones on so so I can hear it too okay so here we go
1: so generally speaking the hip escape as we're traditionally taught I would strongly encourage you guys against using I would encourage you guys to start to approach the situation much more like it's wrestling, turning away and learning how to defend your back. I think you're gonna get a lot more mileage out of that. And I think you're gonna keep yourself out of an, an attritive situation where pressure and time are not your friend. So right, so for example, when I'm in the side control, mm-hmm. so instead of focusing on hipscape and recovering the guard, yes. you're thinking more about finding a way to sit up, kind of? Yes, the reason being is uh, particularly, I would say, in coming in an MMA fight, you know, is also, uh, it's helped me because sometimes like, uh, on a long enough timeline, if you have a no time limit jiu-jitsu match, you forever, you know? It's still difficult. And I think like if the best players in the world were doing no time limit submission only matches, you'd still be crushing people from half guard and slowly but surely arm triangle, take the back and finish. You know, like Lucas Leffery is not gonna struggle in a submission only match. He's gonna do exactly what he does and just crush people. It doesn't matter. If you take away the points, i train with Lucas, it's still like you're squashed into the floor. But what I would say is when you have to actually be able to make things happen quickly, and the other person is unlikely to make the mistakes that you need them to make for the early, for the easy submissions to come. What I wanna do is make a more dynamic scenario that allows me to protect myself. And a lot of times what ends up happening is people in jiu-jitsu, we're not as experienced, let's say for instance, in some of the wrestling style scenarios. So we don't go to a wizard. We don't go to a headlock. We don't go to a side, a partway to the side position and protect ourselves. You see people go from here and then turn all the way away. And then of course you're gonna to go to my bed. So I would say if we go part way away rather than the whole, you're going to tend to find that there's a lot of value there and you're going to be able to get yourself into a more athletic athletic situation where you're going to be able to counterattack more effectively more often in my opinion. All
0: right. So hopefully you guys were able to hear all that and kind of understand what he's talking about. But ultimately what he means it's like he's actively recommending against shrimping, right? So a lot of people just call it shrimping. Um, he's calling it a hip escape here in this scenario, uh, quite often people shrimp and then maybe they try to put you back into their guard or some kind of guard, whether it be full guard, half guard, etc. cetera. And so then they're going to want to try to fight you off their back. But what Hall is arguing here is that it's probably more beneficial for you and it can probably set up more dynamic counters and dynamic attacks. If you can, if you, instead of shrimping, uh, you do what's more like a wrestling type of maneuver where we tend to, uh, in his case, he's talking, not necessarily talking about going to like a defensive position or a referee's position. He's talking about a halfway position. So, like a referee's position, you can think of that being like where uh, maybe closer to going to turtle position in jiu jitsu. Um, so, he's saying maybe he's arguing maybe for a, 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 like a happy medium where you actually go onto your hip um, or also you create some other strong angles where you're not just flat on your back and he argues kind of what we were talking about for or at least what wrestling in general argues is that if you're flat on your back uh, you're going to basically you're just gonna have to wait you know you're gonna have to wait while you bear your opponent's weight uh, until you know for the opportunity to do a counter attack right? So it doesn't mean that there aren't people who are great off of their back. Um, but, you know, then they're pretty much just there waiting until the their person can make a mistake. So Hall is talking about where, and he kind of mentions that in the video that I just played for you. Uh, you can't really rely on people making mistakes, especially as you get to the higher level competition, because they're just not going to be making very many mistakes. Right. So instead of... Uh, Maybe you, you might even lose, right, depending on the time limit in a match. Um, if you're just on the bottom, again, it, even a lot of these, like, say, Fight to Win or these other organizations that where it might be submission only, a lot of times they're having uh, judge, uh, like, judge the judges declare the winner at the end. And it's usually the person who's not only attacking more, but usually the person who's on top the most, right? So this is actually uh, kind of... Uh, uh like it shows maybe somewhat of the influence of wrestling but this is this is the way even collegiate wrestling was done a long time ago like in the 1930s as um where they actually and it's still there's still a remnant of this today where it's called riding time where like if you can like be on top uh and you you ride that person for a certain amount of time then you can actually get an additional point um but a long time ago there and in certain contests certain collegiate contests uh um, a timekeeper would have a, uh, a stopwatch in either hand and so then they would actually time the amount of time either wrestler was on top and that would uh go into consideration to like as to who won if you know if there was no pin right so uh wrestling is or like even jujitsu competitions, if it, if it goes full time and there's no winner, uh, quite often the the decision will go to the person who did the most wrestling or who was on top the most. Right. Um, so it is very, very important. Uh, actually, I've been wanting to uh, maybe even do some videos. So, uh, showing some of these kinds of moves where, um, i would i i would argue I and mean, so maybe we'll, what i'll do is what ryan hall is suggesting is safe for him where he's not going to go all the way to turtle or all the way to referee's position uh safe for him because a lot of people are just doing jujitsu or the the uh, amateur wrestling or whatever so i think it's safer for him to do like the he wants to go to like this halfway mark where he's on his hip uh, I think ultimately I guess a well-trained say like catch wrestler where we have a lot more submissions and neck cranks and stuff uh, and that going to your hip isn't necessarily the strongest position um, but you know at least he's not smashed on his back like like he even states right so it'd be interesting to see what changes in his future MMA fights but I think it's a uh, I think it's safe to say that he's he's changed or maybe he's he's had an epiphany so, um, so with that being said let's go ahead and check out some of your comments Jonathan Jimenez wrestling is the grappling art that helps MMA the most the last couple of years prove it here yeah, we have a lot of strong wrestlers just dominating from the top All right, <laughs> Jonathan Jimenez uh, Uh, Again, he says, uh, yeah, it helps your MMA the most. Uh, Shrimps are for wimps. (laughs) Uh, Hala, Coach Raul. Hello, Hala. Uh, Are you, you are looking younger by the day. Are you still vegan? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, it'd be kind of cool to grow young, but uh, still enjoying, you know, the ability to wrestle and stuff. And so uh, with that being said, I mean, say if you are someone who's older and you, you haven't started any kind of martial art just start it's really uh, and, and you can start at any age and and if you keep using your range of motion uh you, you know, basically if you don't stop moving you'll be able to to move well of course there's all these like exceptions to the rules but ultimately I just think if you don't stop moving you'll be able to move better than other people up until you know for decades and decades. So uh, if you stop moving, then everything gets worse. Uh, good question from Jonathan Jimenez. Uh, can everyone join UCLA now? I um, I don't know. I don't know. I th- Things are relaxing. Like their restrictions for COVID and all that are definitely relaxing more and more. But probably, I think it'd probably be uh, safer to say uh, maybe in fall, like if, you know, like, Say if we don't have some, some big surge in COVID or whatever. Hala, are you going to do a catch MMA course? Um, well, there, there's that one where it's the catch wrestling and sanda um, that's up there. Um, but yeah, if you uh, if there's any specific aspects, then yeah, we'll definitely try to consider doing that. Oh, so Hala again. So with striking, uh. Yeah, yeah, why not? So yeah, maybe we can do one um, about that where so it would it would still I would still consider kind of like the sanda with the catch wrestling mixed. I think those are the two best combinations for MMA are uh, the two best styles to combine for MMA. And we're actually kind of seeing that proven at least with some of the women in MMA who um, are who like the Chinese women in particular, who come from a sanda background. Uh, they're doing very well. Uh, Or even some women, like in um, for a while, there was a woman fighter from Indonesia. She was the Indonesian national Sanda champion, and she was beating a lot of women for a while. And um, I'm not sure what happened to her, but um, I think she lost one fight to a a Chinese woman who did who did Sanda as well. Um, But yeah, I don't know if she fought after that. So at least that was the last fight of hers that I remember. Um, that was her name's like Hertati. Uh, I think they just called. Well, she has a long name. I think. <laughs> I think that's why I don't remember. It's like four words altogether. But I think the first name was Hertati, and she was from Indonesia. And she got beat by the. I believe she got beat by the woman who beat Zhang Wei Lee in like the only woman to beat Zhang Wei Lee in an MMA match. Um, so yeah, we'll see if you know. So we are seeing not only in UFC but in one championship. A lot of the Chinese Sanda women are doing very well. So it just shows. And even um, uh, one championship also, I think it's been a couple years now, but they put out uh, an article about what are the top styles, I think the top five martial art styles that are most effective for MMA and uh, in no particular order, you know, like Sanda was up there. They call it Wushu, but, you know, because the official long name is Wushu Sanda, so, but, you know, just for short, we call it Sanda. So, but yeah, it does have a, a much longer official name. All right. Wushu just means martial arts in China. And so uh Sanda means the fighting part. And then they have Wushu. It's called Taolu. So Taolu means the, the forms. So that in in Kung Fu competition, they can have the fighting part and then the forms part. Uh, but it it all falls under the, the category of Wushu. And but quite often, people consider wushu to just be the forum stuff. But technically, it's just the umbrella term, right? So hopefully that didn't bore everyone. <laughs> but let's kind of get back to the point where uh, that what Ryan Hall is talking about is... Uh, Ultimately, your body can bear someone else's weight if you have your back towards them, or if they're on your shoulders, or whatever. It's it's just the way our bodies uh, are are built so that they can withstand or bear uh, weight, right? So it is ultimately better to kind of give someone your back. He'll talk about it a little bit more in his uh, in in the YouTube videos, um, and he kind of says, you know, you know people that that knew basically in jujitsu oftentimes uh you know from the beginning you're really warned against giving someone your back because you can get rear naked choked and whatnot um but hall is also arguing in the video not not the one that i showed you but if you watch the full the full length ones he'll even say that it's not as bad you know as people think and especially if you have some good choke defense and uh you know if you have some good wrestling follow-throughs then it's not as bad as you think Um, i think we kind of from time to time i'll make a video about it here on this channel uh, on our youtube channel showing escape oh i think that was one of the recent actually wasn't that one of the the, like the last uh video i did um so it was one escape from a back take i think we'll do a few more because i don't know if did anybody see the fights this morning from singapore from one championship uh, there was that grappling match between Imanari and um, Mikey Muzumecki, uh where where Imanari got strangled. Uh, so spoiler alert! <laughs> Sorry about that. For if if you didn't watch it, or if you, but it, it, the the ending was actually all over the internet. Uh, one championship also. Uh, posted the the ending of that match on their social media, whether you're like on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, it's all over the internet. So, uh, And even what the leg locker uh, Instagram also posted the highlights of that match. <laughs> Cause yeah, it was a really epic where it's like, you have, uh, you know, uh, Muzumeki who's, uh, uh, you know, really talented going up against a guy who's kind of like one of the pioneers of, of just like going in and, you know diving for a leg lock in MMA so Imanari and yeah we even call these you know the entries right Imanari rolls and stuff and no gi so um it was a really cool match uh and so anyway meki won but it was a similar situation to what our last video was where we were talking about um so I think maybe I'll make a an uh, an update one as to like how to defend yourself in that situation you know not just i don't i don't want to say like oh well imanari should have done this and he it would have been easy to get out you know it's ultimately you have to be training these things you know you can't just do one technique once and then just expect to do the proper correct thing if you're in a match or even if you're in sparring or whatever like these things take training a lot of timing a lot of repetition so um i i you know if i Talk about some matches or whatever. I don't want people to think like, "Oh, you, I, I'm taking it lightly," or "Or I could have done better," or whatever. It's just um, these are techniques, and this is kind of like the way uh, we approach these scenarios in a catch wrestling situation. So I know that these techniques can work if trained, and you know, like if you you do reps of these styles or these techniques and stuff from this style, uh, I think you can have a better chance of escaping so um so with that being said you know like maybe we'll do that as the next video because we'll kind of talk about um how to not get into the same position that imanari got into uh or if you do get into that uh, a way to get out actually because that that was actually one of the it it was it was it's a really similar uh variation to what i to the video i just put out was it like last week um so yeah, might as well just put out this variation because it just you know just happened uh, this morning in Singapore. So um, so yeah, like let's see if we can't do that for next week. All right, let's go ahead and get to uh, some back to some of your comments, um, Hala. Yeah, let's get a catch MMA course with striking on the ground. Okay, yeah, we can work on that. Uh, Jonathan Jimenez, I have yet to pull guard unless it's my last resort. Uh, Jonathan Jimenez. Yep, choke escape. Yes, that was uh, the last thing. Um, and I'll try to, um, you know, I'll try to add a little bit more details about the choke defense um, uh, in the next video. But we, can, I'll go ahead and talk about it right now, just for your information. So for those of you, the hardcore fans who watch the live stream or who listen to it, uh, one of the main things that um, will protect you for even if someone uh, has you in a relatively deep rear naked choke. Um, is not just you know oftentimes what's taught is that you tuck your chin to your chest right that can help you a lot but what makes it even harder for you to get choked is not the chin down to your chest but actually your ear to your shoulder so you want to try to bring your shoulder up and then just place it there like um, um quite often you can even use this type of protection like if you're kickboxing where you bring your shoulder up to protect your chin so uh, a strike can't go through or if it a strike would have to hit your shoulder muscles that can absorb the the shock same thing where it's like if someone's trying to choke you um you you really take like one half of your neck out of the equation so that you're still able to breathe so um, that's one of the things that can help save you um i would say not only in a rear naked choke scenario it it also helps uh, a little bit in um like even in triangle chokes and stuff but um, and that's one of the basic things and so then maybe I'll I'll add it like a, a visual uh, for the next video as well before I show the the technique um, so I'll try to remember all that because <laughs> yeah a few a few of you had questions about that because like it seemed like I was just able to escape in the last YouTube video that we put out like that I was able to escape a rear naked choke like very easily it's it it's not true (laughs) so it's not that it's not true that i can escape easily there but yeah i was using some of the choke defense so it made it look as though i could escape easily but there's technique there right so so it's uh it's not as easy as it looks right i guess that's my point but yeah so uh maybe i'll at the beginning i'll talk about that choke defense to make it harder to get choked and then show you how to escape the position that um imanari got caught in by muzameki so um yeah i actually was kind of cool about one championship where uh, i think their events are trying to um i think they they, it's almost like a variety show of martial arts but uh, i think that keeps everything interesting where it's like they'll have mma rules matches they'll have muay thai rules matches and then grappling matches as well Uh, so i think it can be a pretty exciting night and they're they're kind of showing uh, or giving respect to all these different styles. I think they've even had boxing. It'd be cool if they had sanda rules matches, especially since they're getting more and more uh, fighters from China, and especially since a lot of the women do uh, sanda. So uh, it'd be cool to have uh, some of these sanda rules matches. But we'll see. the The CEO guys, uh, I think, like ethnically Thai. So he, I heard that he does have like a uh, got a like a particular love for muay thai so i don't know if we're gonna get some Sonda rules matches but i think as if if their roster grows with Sonda the fighters then potentially yes they can have that okay but with that being said um let's kind of get back to the original subject again so i would even argue i would, I would say like so sort of like ryan Hall talking about only going halfway away from your opponent so turning your back kind of halfway towards them and being on your hip I would argue if you can grab wrist or get a wrist wrist control uh it's much safer to then go all the way to turtle or go all the way to referee's position Um, because once you grab a wrist and you get wrist control it becomes extremely hard for them to finish uh, any kind of submission or even if they want to try to go for a choke or whatever uh, it becomes very hard because usually um, unless it's some kind of flashy choke you know you're definitely going to need um you know two hands right to to get the leverage to to finish right so uh that would just be my two cents as well in there but i think it's really cool that uh, we are seeing people that are as respected and um in jujitsu and nogi and mma kind of coming out in favor for a lot of the the wrestling um techniques or the wrestling approach to grappling so with that being said let's go ahead and show you the clip again because it's been quite a few minutes since we showed it so for those of you who are joining in like right now you might not know what we're talking about but mma fighter from ufc ryan hall uh had an epiphany about wrestling and or taking a more of a wrestling approach to his grappling and i guess he's going to be coming out with a. Instructional on BJJ Fanatics, so on the BJJ Fanatics YouTube channel uh, He came out with uh, two videos kind of explaining his his epiphany um, So the if you want to watch one of them I think the one that I got this clip from uh, is linked in the description box below so uh, You can watch the full thing there but there's like two videos and they're both like about 15 minutes long So it's it's not too bad because then he kind of shows He gives a few examples several examples of his points um i would just kind of go a little bit further you know about the whole wrist control thing and maybe even going towards turtle but anyway let's uh let's go ahead and play it for you here i'm gonna put the headphones on so i can hear it too
1: so generally speaking the hip escape as we're traditionally taught i would strongly encourage you guys against using i would encourage you guys to start to approach the situation much more like it's wrestling turning away and learning how to defend your back and then you're gonna get a lot more mileage out of that and I think you're gonna keep yourself out of an a, in a situation where pressure and time are not your friend. So right, so for example, when I'm in the side control, mm-hmm. so instead of focusing on hip scape and recovering the guard, oh, yes. you're thinking more about finding a way to sit up kind of. Yes, the reason being is uh, particularly I would say in coming in an MMA fight, you know, is also uh, it's it's only because sometimes like uh, on a long enough timeline, if you have a no-time limit, it's match you have forever, you know it's still difficult and i think like if the best players in the world were doing no time limit submission only matches you'd still be crushing people from half guard and slowly but surely arm triangle take the back and finish you know like lucas Leprey is not going to struggle in a submission only match he's going to do exactly what he does and just crush people it doesn't matter if you take away the points i've with lucas it's still like you're squashed into the floor but what i would say is when you have to actually be able to make things happen quickly and the other person is unlikely to make the mistakes that you need them to make for the early for the easy submissions to come What I want to do is make a more dynamic scenario that allows me to protect myself And a lot of times what ends up happening is people in jiu-jitsu were not as experienced Let's say for instance in some of the wrestling style scenarios. So we don't go to a wizard We don't go to a headlock. We don't go to a side a partway to the side position and protect ourselves You see people go from here and then turn all the way away and then of course you're going to go to my back so okay. I would say if we go part way away rather than the whole, you're going to tend to find that there's a lot of value there and you're going to be able to get yourself into a more athletic, athletic situation where you're going to be able to counterattack more effectively more often in my opinion.
0: Got All right. So hopefully you guys, at least those of you who are watching, uh, there's only kind of like one little one segment there where he kind of gives a visual demonstration. But basically what it is is he goes from a shrimp position, right? Or he calls it a hip escape. Or people tend to call it uh, or commonly call it like a shrimp position um, to rolling uh, halfway away from the person, so partially giving your back to that person. And then he says that it's uh, since it is more of a wrestling aspect um, that you want to actually try to approach grappling in a wrestling way, right? So I, w- I have to agree. And basically, what we've been talking about or what this channel is all about, like using. Uh, more of a wrestling approach to everything, right? Since the style we're talking about here, or at least the the, the subject of this whole YouTube channel, right, is catch wrestling. So um, it approaches grappling from a wrestling foundation. But one of the differences between not only uh, catch wrestling and amateur wrestling, but catch wrestling and jujitsu, uh, is that uh, we have the, the wrestling aspect or the wrestling fundamentals but the wrestling fundamentals of catch wrestling also include the su- cognizance of of the submission holds so they're taking into consideration the 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 fact that someone could try to counter you not only by trying to pin you but they could try to counter you by attempting to submit you as well so um i would say that Kind of like along the lines of what ryan hall is saying uh trying to approach grappling in more of a wrestling way but you know of course i would say try to approach grappling in more of a catch wrestling way because then you have counter submissions uh that you can use or you would also have counter wrestling like to say if you're the person that's that's ended up on the bottom you want to try to get out you would have counter wrestling that Ah, uh, could be a little bit more aggressive or more advantageous for you uh, than like just approaching it from an amateur wrestling perspective. So, like maybe people who watch Ryan Hall's instructional videos, they might want to then go out and learn freestyle wrestling or folk style wrestling if you're in the United States or whatever. But it, I don't, I don't think that would be the most uh, well-rounded or like the the most ideal way. Um, I would say of course learning authentic catch wrestling would probably be the ideal way right because again it does have these wrestling uh, moves wrestling fundamentals, but we're aware of The submission holds you can also do counter submission holds as well so uh, I would just add that right but he's uh, Hall is right where he talks about like people you, know, you just aren't used to these kinds of especially if you're if you're a jujitsu practitioner And um, you, you know, like from day one, you're quite often you're taught, you know, don't ever give your back and whatever and uh, always face them and whatnot. Um, So, you know, you you get these things ingrained in you. So it's kind of hard to uh, do something different, right? All right, let me see. So going back to some of your comments. So Jonathan Jimenez. Raul, do I finally count as a catch wrestler? Uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. Think about it. <laughs> um, no, but just keep coming to class and training. Henry Lopez. This is similar to to hawking position. Yeah, yeah. Um I, 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 I still think kind of like giving like turning turning to your hip and kind of giving half of your back. Uh, I guess it's better than uh, you know, shrimping in, in Ryan Hall's perspective uh, because you can do more things with that kind of half turn. Uh, but still being on your hip isn't necessarily the most strong uh, position. You can still bear some weight, but someone can still – because it's not so much of like a leg or an arm that can post out and can block someone if they're trying to push you or pull you, um, really – you know, going to the turtle with risk control will probably serve you a lot better you can do all kinds of things like sit outs and whatnot so uh, which can which can be more dynamic you can do all kinds of counter moves you can counter by taking their back you can uh, counter by doing uh, all kinds of submissions kinds of uh, what chicken wings all these different types of uh, su- re- catch wrestling based submission holds uh, so um, i think there's uh, a a lot more that you can be doing that that can enrich your grappling, right? Um, all right. So speaking of enriching your grappling, right? You could yeah, have those of you who live in who don't live in L.A. or right, you can always uh, and you want to learn. You can always uh, join the CWA Academy uh, on our website. Uh, if you're in L.A., we're at Fight Science MMA. We're also at UCLA. If you happen to be a UCLA student, um, um, But yeah, and you can also support us through our our YouTube channel, and we have all these extra videos for you once you become a member. All right, so keep on asking questions. Um, Hopefully this was uh, really beneficial. Uh, Hopefully you can kind of see where it's like, even people who are are in the mainstream of uh, martial arts or grappling, they're actually discovering, right, the value of approaching even nogi as uh from a wrestling perspective so another thing would actually which is which is which should be interesting so uh, ryan hall will be competing in the the adcc finals right so let's see how he does hopefully he can show that a lot of this this the wrestling perspective can can be beneficial and hopefully he can go far really i hope so so at least it can it can further validate not only his point but our our point as well right so that learning catch wrestling uh so even beyond so he's talking about like like the amateur wrestling stuff but my point would be like on top of that so if you want to even go to the next level right if you learn authentic catch wrestling that can really elevate your grappling in its entirety right so that's our point from this channel right so um i i like I wish him luck because in a way now he's championing championing wrestling, right? So I hope he does very, very well. And so if you want to see his original videos from the BJJ Fanatics YouTube channel, uh, the link is below. Hopefully uh, BJJ Fanatics don't try to pull our video down because we have a, I think the clip that we use is like a minute long. So hopefully it's not too long where they try to flag it or whatever. Hopefully they're cool. All right. Okay, so uh, if there's no more questions, then maybe we'll go ahead and end it right now. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for watching. So uh, we're here to help you elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive.